You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPEL965.com. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Neil Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report. Netflix signed up 13 million subscribers in the recent quarter, a record. The stock is rallying up 10%, but not all earnings are coming in upbeat. DuPont is lowering expectations for the year. Athletic wear company Puma is reporting a disappointing quarter. Kimberly Clark, which makes Huggies and Kleenex brands and others, reported a weaker than expected holiday period, and AT&T's quarter was mixed. Mortgage rates nudged slightly higher last week. The Mortgage Bankers Association's average for a fixed-rate loan was 6.78% for the week ending January 19th. Demand for home purchases rose, though applications for refinancing softened. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Jenny Kosilda, invested in you. It's 2024. Do you honestly think the government is looking out for you? Do they have your back? We have political chaos, global wars, no border protection, and our leadership telling you about pronouns and electric cars. It's time to take a hard look at protecting yourself and your family. It's time to visit the Oxford Gold Group. Call the Oxford Gold Group at 833-995-GOLD and order the investment guide or make a purchase of precious metals and get up to $2,500 in free gold. 833-NEWS-TALK-96-5-K. PayPal, Brobridge, Lafayette, broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios. South Carolina is next, a month from today. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, after former President Trump, who won in Iowa, was victorious again last night. You know, we won New Hampshire three times now, three. And he didn't like, though, that earlier Nikki Haley called it a great night for her that she's on the rise. New Hampshire is first in the nation. It is not the last in the nation. She told supporters it's time to get past the Trump chaos. They said, well, she's doing uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win. She lost. And Fox voter analysis shows nearly half of Haley's New Hampshire supporters voted for President Biden in 2020. But I don't get too angry. I get even. Haley is confident going back to her home state where she used to be governor. Every time I've run for office in South Carolina, I've beaten the political establishment. And she's looking beyond that state, too. The campaign releasing a memo that says, basically, this election, we'll know where we stand in this election after Super Tuesday, after March 5th. They think 11 of those 16 states especially are fertile ground for Haley because they're semi or open primaries and independents can participate in them. Fox's Brian Yannis, President Biden won the Democratic primary in New Hampshire as a write-in. He skipped the contest because the party is putting South Carolina first next month. Congressman Dean Phillips finished second with about 20 percent until Tells Fox he will stay in the race. I think most of this country would rather see a Nikki Haley versus Dean Phillips matchup, and the country would be better off. After the U.S. went on the attack in Yemen, 
for the ninth time in less than two weeks, hitting Iran back to the militants to stop their attacks on ships. Fox's Aisha Hosni reports. You've got a couple of questions swirling around on Capitol Hill right now. Number one, are we at war with the Houthis? And number two, should the president be coming to Congress and asking for approval to retaliate or some, escalate? Some senators have been asking that question, writing to President Biden on the issue. The U.S. has also again launched strikes hitting Iran-backed militants in Iraq who've been targeting American forces over and over more than 100 times. America's listening to Fox News. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com go to learn more. New year, even a presidential election year, but we are still facing the same issues. You need to prepare for the worst. Protect your home, your family, and your investments. It's time to reach out to the Oxford Gold Group. They make it simple for you whether you are buying more gold, diversifying your 401k, or buying gold for the first time. Call the Oxford Gold Group at 833-995-GOLD and order the investment guide or make a purchase of precious metals and get up to $2,500 in free gold. Eight. Your drive time is live and local. Hey folks, it's me, Joe Cunningham, and my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, airs every day from 5 to 6 p.m. right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. You can get it all. News and commentary you can't get from anywhere else on the local, state, and national level, plus your calls and your comments through our KPL app chat. It's a fun, fun drive home here on The Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Bikers Against Child Abuse empowers children to not feel afraid of the world in which they live. For more information, visit BacaWorld.org. Our helpline is 866-885-9474. Baca, breaking the chains of abuse. Dino's Pizza is like no other. It's family-owned and operated in the Acadiana area, serving the highest quality pizza on their signature crispy cracker-like crust. Make Dino's part of your family traditions located at Bertrand and Collie Saloon. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Show. Great to have you with us as we rock and roll, baby. It is Wednesday. It might rain today. <laughs> it might, man. It's been storming over here. Looks like most of the state's going to get popped pretty good. But uh, anyway, great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management Hotline. Great day to, 
Great day to be living, great day to be alive. And by the way, I had a caller called in yesterday and told my producer to tell me, Nikki Haley's going to win. <laughs> the person didn't leave their name. They didn't man up on the show. They just called and left word, Nikki Haley. Nikki, if you look at Republican voters, Nikki Haley got slammed and smashed. But when you let all these other independent-type voters switch over and Democrats switch over, she ended up getting a few votes. 70% of her votes uh, were, were not registered Republicans. That's a screwed-up system. That is not fully closed primary like we need it here. It's not. And so... It just gives me the reds that we don't have a full closed primary process. We needed it. We needed it to help Louisiana move forward and keep getting these fake, phony Republicans that walk around like they're somebody. You can eliminate them, and that's why we don't have the real closed primaries that we need. I just keep. I, th- I get a kick out of watching this. Cameron a half-ass Henry. Henry was all for it. Matt, you know, you realize Cameron Henry. Back in 2010, introduced a bill. I remember it's 1157. Yeah, 1157 for closed primaries. And Cameron Henry was the one screwed this one up. Cameron Henry, if you look at who's praising Cameron Henry, it's Psycho Bill Cassidy. It's Clancy, who's ignorant DeBose. Did Joe give you that cut? Okay, I need to get that cut. The devil's advocate, the illuminator. Everybody who wants this state to stay last and head in direct. All of Bell Edwards sycophants that love Bellboy, who hurt us so bad. They praising Cameron Henry. They praising Cameron Henry for what he did in his special session. What he did in his special session was he tried to weaken the governor. This is a big move for us to get, and Cameron Henry and the Senate blew it and still flies over me, and people like that can be put in a position. If it was me, and I, and I ain't there, and I ain't going to get a vote, I'd try to remove that cat because that cat can't cut it. That was the easiest thing. And i tell you this. I got state senators, and I got people calling me in my ear, people I trust, that tells me that Cameron Henry cut a deal with Psycho Bill Cassidy. A real psycho out there. Cameron Henry is not going to be a leader if that's what he's going to do. He doesn't need to be a leader. I'd remove that cat. You think we're going to get anything big done when we can't the low-hanging fruit? Look, everybody can pick that fruit. The easiest thing we do. And you got the media, everybody excited. And and Cameron cutting deal Henry, he, he cuts deals that hurt our state. This this is this should have been easy. Yet I looked up a bill, eleven fifty seven House Bill eleven fifty seven. He was all for closed primaries in the day. And Cassidy and people like him, Psycho Bill, who cannot win, and a lot of these Republicans that cannot win. They decided to knock down something that was one of Landry's. Most one of the important things that he needed to do. And you can tell that it was important to Jeff and it was important to Governor Landry and it was important to the state because the media loves that this happens. Every, every documentary, everything written on this 
has been how they excited they beat Jeff Landry. You ever seen them be excited when they beat Bill Edwards? The Clancy DeBose is just pure horse ignorant. Horse ass ignorant. He's just stupid. He's a dumb leftist no account that knows nothing, and he works over there with WWL and down there in, uh, in New Orleans. He's a nothing burger. He's a zero. He thinks Bell Edwards is a great governor. You, you know, we don't want to change anything here. Cameron Henry basically stood up and said, nope, I like the trajectory that Bell Edwards has put us in, which is horrible, and that's the direction we're going to go in. That's what Cameron Henry said, big Republican. Well, not a big Republican, a Republican. But we're gonna, what we're going to do is we're going to take this state. We ain't moving it. We ain't moving it for Senate. That's where it goes to die. And Cameron Henry stepped up to the job and told the state of Louisiana, you people leaving? Keep leaving because I'm not changing anything. You people that make money on state and federal government, I'm your guy. I want to make mine. That's what Cameron's telling everybody. Cameron Henry, Senate president, is telling. When, when, I, when I tell you, when he put Regina Barrow up and, and got Regina Barrow to be the pro temp, I'm the one. Man, them, them, them lights went off. When he said, oh, we're going to have some Democrats that are appropriate for this position, I nutted up. I had to because that's not what we voted for. A lot of people knew that term of uh, closed primaries is what we wanted. A lot of people knew that. Matter of fact, we've been talking about it for 10 years. Power grab, Clancy calls it a scheme. It's nothing. It's easy. Even Clancy can get it right. One plus one is two, Clancy. That's how easy closed primaries is. One plus one is two. I can't help if Clancy's a liberal leftist looney tune and he don't understand how to add. This is so easy. This was so simple. All Cameron had to do, he got to be Senate president, was do something that Landry needed done, and he doesn't do it, and he failed. And people like Mike Reese and Mark Abraham and this, this uh, Womack fellow's a joke. Talking about, oh, he's really... When the media's writing good stuff about you, I know it's a joke. And the media's writing good stuff about Glenn Womack now. Here we started. New producer. Love the new producer. Time to give him a pay raise. They go, they, I, this is absolutely ridiculous. You people ought to think I'll give these, all these people all this money. Gee whiz. Todd writes, gee whiz. I'll give the talk show hosts more money to put up with this crap. Cameron Henry cut a deal with Psycho Bill Cassidy. Cameron Henry carried, you know why they end up, you said, well, Moon, we got closed primaries for, for uh, uh, Congress and other other. That was all throw-ins because they knew Landry was mad at him for not getting it done. That's all it was. Why do you think they came up with, well, we'll let people with no, people not registered, people that are not registered in a party like me, a no party. I'm not independent party. I'm not a green party. I'm not the Cub Scout party. I'm not the Girl Scout. I'm not the trans party. I'm not none of that. I'm no party. 662,000. Oh, well, they, 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 uh, Taking 662,000 people and not allowing them to vote. I don't want to vote. I didn't want to vote in the Republican primary. If I would, I'd have joined it. That's a one plus one equals two, two. So what they did was Cameron Henry tried to go back and please Landry, which if Landry's happy with this, 
God bless him. And we're going to take care of Psycho Bill so he can, might have a chance to run the United States Senate in 2026. Hey, Bill, the way it's set up, I'm going to vote in Republican primary. I hope your name's on the ballot. Mr. Magoo would get my vote before yours. Why did he do it? Why did Cameron Henry cut a bill, cut a deal with Psycho Bill? You don't cut deals with Psycho Bill. The guy that used to come on my program, who is scared to death now. I call him what he is. He's a coward. I got a microphone, or actually I got two to my right. Now I'm going to put Bill to my right. Be the only time Cassidy ever is to the right of me. But I'll put him over here. Look him out. I watched him yesterday. They're still interviewing him on TV. This is going to cost $100 million. That's a lie. We don't even know what it's going to cost. Number two, you know what else he said? 90% of the voters want it just like it is. Where did he get that number from? It's the same number he put out. Remember when he was wanting to, to uh, impeach Trump and everybody was ripping his head off? He said, well, most of the people are talking to me are telling me they want me to impeach him. He lied. Cassidy came up. He said this on TV. I watched it. 90%. Hey, Joe, if you're listening, see if you can pull that out. It was on uh, uh, 15 last night news. Psycho Bill came on and said, well, you know, it's going to cost all this money. When did Bill ever worry about how much something's going to cost when he's running up the national debt? Number two, it's 90% of the people don't believe we ought to have open primaries. That's, that's just a made-up figure. The $100 million he's talking about, I thought it was $90 million. They got the $90 million figure on what it's going to cost in elections. They made that up because the bill wasn't even written. <laughs> I mean... This is just amazing to watch people like Bill. And, and so Cameron Henry, the Senate president, sucks up to the system, to a guy that's really ought to be the senator in Illinois, not Louisiana. I'm, I'm just saying. Cameron Henry tried to hurt Landry, and you can tell because all the people excited about it are the leftist Looney Tune media. And the right, the left-wing Republicans, they are left-wing. They don't want closed primaries because they get beat. They can't run as a Democrat because we know they get beat. Unbelievable. Let's take a break. 844-766-6607 is the number if you'd like to be part of the program. Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management Hotline. We'll take a break. Be right back. You know, when you're selling your home, you know, one of the most important things you can even consider is does that person really care about you? You think, oh, they're selling everybody's home. Nicole Spellman Group, they really care about you as a person. They want you to sell your home because you know you want to be stress-free on this thing. And you can't get there if you don't have somebody you have confidence in. Nicole Spellman takes away the stress of selling your home. You know, you can say goodbye to the guesswork when it comes to selling your home if you go with Nicole Spellman Group. Why? They take the guesswork out of it. They have a system called a home value estimator. 
It's a game changer for sellers. No doubt about it. If you go to NicoleSpellmanGroup.com, right on the homepage under sellers, click on what's my home value. Enter your address and find out what your home is worth in 30 seconds. That's the value of using the Nicole Spellman Group. You know, that's why I trust the number one team serving in entire state of Louisiana, the Nicole Spellman Group, to sell my home. Go online, NicoleSpellmanGroup.com, or just Google Nicole Spellman Group. When you think about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases, achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years? Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at MatthewJames.com. LA-22. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management Holland. Somebody really called you and said Nikki Haley was going to win. You wouldn't mess with it. They, they, <laughs> they really called and said Haley would win last night. <laughs> I ain't talking that dude about if I wanted to gamble or take a chance and I don't want to know any stocks to, to put money down on with that cat. Whoever told you that, they're probably a smart guy. <laughs> I, I'm just telling you this. I, I, I question the judgment. They probably think Cameron Henry and them are real conservatives. Anyway, uh, the reason I bring this back up is just very frustrating to watch. Uh, we got so many things we have to do, a big crime package, a big education package, a big tax package, uh, a big tort reform package. I go big, 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 big. And without the right leader to send a president, how in the world do you uh, – how in the world do you change the state of Louisiana if you don't have somebody? If you don't have somebody who can, uh, you know, can can lead. There's a lot of things Jeff ran on that you think when you get somebody like a Cameron Henry who's been around forever. Okay. Uh, you would think. You know, he understands the process. He understands the governor needs to win. You know? It's it's amazing. Yeah. All right, somebody's writing Garrett Graves on 107.3 FNMR saying what Cassidy said about same thing, basically, about closed primary. He don't like it. I knew Garrett wouldn't like it. Garrett Graves don't like it. Bill Cassidy don't like it because they have to run as conservatives in a Republican primary. They can't win. They can't win head up. There's going to be people run against them. That's why they don't like it. 
I know Garrett's out there blasting Jeff Landry for this district. And I don't like, I'll be honest with you, I don't like the map either. I think it's unconstitutional. I'm with Garrett on this. I don't, I don't like the map. I think the map's unconstitutional. I hope the courts are going to grab it and throw it out. I think we're, I th- the map we currently have where Graves is a representative, representative, I think is the map we ought to stick to. I'm, I'm not for the map that, that we see now. I'm not. The map that they passed, Cleo Fields is already out there saying, I'm running with a big smile on his face. I'm not. I think the map is horrible. Every Republican that tries to justify it says, well, we got, we got to be able to do something to put our name on it. We'd rather do it than a judge. Be blunt. The judges are going to make the decisions anyway. The map that we currently have in our district map where Grays is a representative, who do you think approved the map? A judge. They look at these maps. Our map was fine. Until Judge Dick, an Obama judge, said, no, it's not. And I don't understand the panicking from the legislature when they could have said, Judge, this is our map. Now they tell me, oh, well, they, they can make it three congressional districts for Democrats, minority Democrats. Well, if that's what they choose to do, and we can't go to the Supreme Court and win that, country's done. I don't care if Graves is a congressman or not. I don't care. But I know this, the map that they drew, that was approved. If I was Jeff and I was these other Republicans, I'd never passed that map that they passed, ever. I'd have never even shown a sign of weakness with the map they passed. So, yeah, I get Garrett on a map. But the map may map him out. The map may eliminate him. What's he going to go do? He don't know anything else. The people that worship Garrett Graves are the people that love big government. The advocate, people like that. But as far as the map, you know, I mean, the map that we have now is a good map. You know, we better have some lawsuits crank up, and they better crank up quickly. Because this map, I mean, I'm not proud of what they did with the map. But I'm more mad at no term limits. I mean, uh, no closed primaries because of uh, because of Cameron Henry and the weak, weak, weak Republicans, and they all weak. I can name every one of them. I can go down a list and show you the ones that would rather put a knife in you than do what's right. And they in the Senate, and they're Republicans. I don't trust none of the Democrats, the Jay lunatics, and the Democrats. Cleo Fields, if you making deals with the, I, I wouldn't make a deal with none of them for nothing in the world. But this closed primary thing bothers me even more today than it did yesterday. How can Cameron Henry drop the ball? How can these Republicans do what they did? How can they cut a deal with psycho Bill Cassidy, who's on there telling people, 90% of the people are not for this. What poll is he looking at? I never saw any 90% on anything. And if you talk to the heart and soul of the Republican Party, you go talk to them and explain it. They for closed primary. Now, when you talk about the fake Republicans, which is about 20, 25% of them, they just want to be Republicans to win. Then, yeah, you can get that percentage, that crowd. Maybe Bill talked to 10 people that liked him, and nine of them said, oh, we don't like that. Take a break. Be right back. Hey, 
Hey, folks, my friend at Schumacher Homes, dedicated to making sure the custom home building is within reach for everyone. Your custom-built home. And Schumacher Homes does a great job of building custom homes. They're going to provide you with a dedicated team of specialists who give you choices and tools necessary to create your home and your dream, your dream home. The new year is a perfect time right now, perfect time to take the first steps toward realizing your dream home. Schedule your free, no-obligation design and pricing meeting today by calling or visiting SchumacherHomes.com, SchumacherHomes.com, celebrating over three decades of crafting affordable custom homes. Schumacher Homes has always made it a go to make the home-building journey enjoyable, simple, and hassle-free. They're going to provide a devoted team to build your home. They're going to keep you up to date. Any tricks in the armor, they're going to come right to you and say, hey, we got a problem, we got a situation. Schumacher Homes will make it like you want it. SchumacherHomes.com and let the professionals give you a free, no-obligation design and pricing meeting right now. Folks, remember the name, All Field Equipment, AllFieldEquipment.com. When I say all, A-L-L-Field.com. All Field Equipment, founded in 2016 by my good friend, Mr. Bill Allen, and over 50 years of experience in the oil and gas industry. Hey, this is a great company to do business with. Then all and gas business, you keep production up so you can yield as much profit as possible, right? All-Field Equipment Incorporated is where you can find the all-field equipment you need for maximum production. The shop is in Broussard, Louisiana. It serves Arklatex region. Over 35 years of industry experience, we have what it takes to keep your business in motion. We understand the importance of keeping your wells pumping and flowing, and that's why we offer a wide range of all-field equipment to ensure that your production runs smoothly. We're the only all-field supply company in Louisiana with production equipment knowledge. Open 24-7, one of the largest supporters of bottled water in the Gulf. Allfield can repair any and all production valves and controllers. Allfieldequipment.com. A-L-L-FieldEquipment.com. This hour brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Welcome back. Mugafon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number. If you'd like to be part of the program, your opportunity to be a voice. Yeah, I just, it was such a shock to see that Cleo Fields is ready to run for uh, Congress. <laughs> Cleo Fields. Oh, my God. Cleo Fields. Cleo Fields has been in politics, hanging around forever. One of those relics that could care less about the state of Louisiana. Always in it for Cleo. And yet he's he's gonna now get another chance to run, uh, run for office. One of the funniest things I saw too was that Mark Ballard wrote a piece that Steve Scalise and Bobby Jindal cited as possible vice president candidates for Donald Trump. Look, I, I'm gonna say Bobby Jindal is not gonna be the vice presidential candidate for Donald Trump. I don't know why Ballard seems to include this. Scalise would make more sense, but I don't think Scalise is gonna do that. So when I saw Bobby Jenner, I said, Ballard, what the heck are you smoking in Washington? Newsmax media's good picks for Trump's number two, assuming Trump grabs the nomination. Anyway, that's, that's, uh, I was told today, I, I, I talked to a gentleman, a good, good friend of mine, that he thought 
He's always thought vice presidential picks didn't matter. He thinks for him, and if Biden runs, which I don't see it, he thinks the VP picks is going to be real important, especially on Biden's side because they know Biden will never serve for four more years. And Trump, he didn't know if he would either, but he just said Biden, no way he serves for four more years. But I don't think Biden runs. I still think Michelle. I, I just, the guy told me he already had a bet that Michelle runs. As a, I said, yeah, they're going to. They're going to run a campaign. They already run a shadow campaign now. And then remember, all these picks for president go down to the conventions in August, Democrat and the Republican National Convention. It gets down to the uh, picks and the delegates then. So we live in a weird time in our country now. When we think open borders is good, we think federal money and getting federal money is awesome. We think men can have babies. We don't care if people mail in vote. We got doctors and the medical staff now is taking over during COVID and they want to call every shot and tell you how to breathe, what to eat, what to drive. That's never been America. I don't think anybody went fighting the war for us to be told what to do by the federal government in every part of your life. That's what communists do. People that vote Democrat. I mean, they don't care who takes over their life. They don't, they're looking for somebody, looking for their God. That God's the Democrat Party, or you're going to be let down. If you don't see how bad they let you down already. Let's go to Mike out of Vermillion Parish. Mike, how you doing? Good morning, Moon. I'm calling to give you a little fresh news about something that happened last Tuesday. I was driving home, and I got this phone call from 225 Area Code, which is Washington, D.C., and whoa, 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 two, two, five air codes at Baton Rouge area. Well, Baton Rouge, right. Okay. Yes, I'm sorry. And uh, it was Senator Cassidy. It was on uh, doing a town hall meeting on by phone. Yeah. And uh, he uh, had several people come on. You could dial zero three and then get in line to talk to him and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I was listening. And he took a lot of people's calls from the Lake Charles area, Morris Bluff, and that area, and everything else. And now, uh, there was a couple of people that really tore into him about his voting racket and what he was trying to accomplish, and and about his double dealings and all of this, and, and the uh, and the the bills that he helped uh, Democrats pass and everything else in, in the House and in, in Congress. So uh, then he would the phone calls that came after had been screened. And uh, one of the people, uh, one of the women that were talking, she said, well, I was talking to, to the guy before you, and he told me to say these things. And and she began to speak, and they cut her off immediately. And uh, Why, because so, I mean, it was kind of like a setup call, and she said she wouldn't do that, basically? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> well, that's, that, you know, let me tell you something. I don't, I take you back, Mike. When uh, Bill Cassidy, when we were trying to impeach Trump, Second time. Yep. And, and Cassidy had just come off a big victory. And uh, he, uh, if you recall, we begged right. him not to impeach the president. We told He got his rear end chewed out so bad. Okay, so bad when he, he made a procedural vote to, to, do the, to go through with the impeachment. Then he actually impeached him. Cassidy told everybody, no, my calls were coming in. Two to one, they wanted me to do this. He lied because when he did it the first time, he got beat up so bad, he got on Facebook and said, hey, I heard y'all. 
I hear what you're saying, Louisiana. No, you didn't. He didn't care. He had made up his mind. He wanted to distance himself from Trump. Can you imagine if Donald Trump wins the presidency when Psycho Bill runs in 2026? He won't run in 2026. No, no. And by the way, Uh, by the way, who did Psycho Bill vote for last time? Did he vote for Biden? Because this guy right here is more fit to be a senator from Illinois, where he's from, than he is from Louisiana. Yeah, one of the things that he was taken to task about is this unopposed bill that was passed uh, in Congress, supposedly helping Lake Charles Bridge and yeah. the bridge and everything else on I-10 and this and that and the other thing. And then uh, this one woman uh, called him, called his hand on it, and she said, you know, she says, all the votes that I have in front of me that you made, she says, nine of them are against the people. And then he was pressing this $80,000 or, uh, or uh, $80 million or whatever it is to change over. Close uh, primaries, to, yeah. By the way, he's, the up to, he's up to $100 million now. Well, it was 80000 the other night, and yeah. it was uh, Tuesday, last Tuesday. And um, the thing is, is that uh, when I tried to get on and everything else like that, and the screener came and talked to me, and I said, well, I, I have a few questions for him about his voting record. And he says, well, okay. He says, well, we'll put you on hold and come back. They never came back to me. Oh, no, he don't. That's People like Psycho Bill Cassidy won't even come talk to me, a low-life talk show host. Okay? He's smarter than me. He's got a. He's a doctor. He's a United States senator. He was a congressman. He was a representative. He's so much smarter than me. But he won't even come on here and talk to me. He did a lot. And then as soon as he did that with Trump, he won't come back anymore. By the way, there's one thing I want to add to this before we get separated. When these two women took him on about his voting record and what was happening in Congress and what was going on, one of them said, the day that you vote against the immigrants, the illegals coming in here is the day I'll begin to believe you. And he started stuttering the whole time he was talking. And he said, well, let, let, me, let me look. And he, he was stuttering. God, he was stuttering through what he was trying to talk to her about. So he's a liar clean through. And she, she practically told him, she says, the day that you change your voting record and the day that you stand up for the people of this country against these illegals coming in here, she says, I'll believe you. And he started stuttering, and all of a sudden she was going off the scene. Yeah, I'm just, so, I mean, uh, all right, Mike, got to run. Yeah. Thanks for the call. I, okay, sure I just, I just want to, I just want to, he's never come in the studio with me. So I just want Bill, look, I got a chair right here by me to Mike. He would be within striking distance of me if he wants to swing at me. But man, he just don't want to come on. He's went all going all around me. A man so he's so much smarter than me. I know he is. I'm saying he is. He's got way more intelligence, higher IQ. He's got all that. I'm giving him credit. He won't even come man up. Why? He's going all around me. Every radio station I'm on, every program that has a morning program, evening program, he has come to, he's going on all of them. All I ask my friends in the radio business is, when are you going on this? You know, these people that really need to, I'm not going to let them sit here and just bubble up to everybody. That's why you're going to cut him off. When you say something stupid, I might have to. 90% of the people like the primaries, open primaries like we have 90% of the people. Where did he get that poll from? He made that up between them psycho ears. You know, he, he really ought to come, but he's not. He can bring Gary Graves with him if he wants to. He can bring his top lawyer. 
I don't understand that. I'd be easy. I'm a pushover. Easy. And you know so much more than I do, Bill. So much more. Let's take a break. 844-766-6607. Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Hotline. You can always email me, moon at moongrafon.com. Y'all got a direct line to Cassidy. Ask him if he can come on. If he says, well, he never invites me. I didn't invite him all other times he came on either. He just came on. Why do I have to all of a sudden invite him? We'll be right back. From the humbling beginning, Dino Hardwoods has strived to provide superior service and quality products for their customers. Hey, I know Charles Altman. He does a great job. If you're looking for lumber, Dino Hardwood stocks a large selection of domestic and import hardwood lumber in Cypress. You ought to see that stuff. Exotic lumber, they got that as well. Trust in Dino Hardwoods when it comes to your exotic lumber needs right now. Molding, plywood, paint, and L products, they are ready for you. They got three great locations. Their corporate office is right here in Bruce Louisiana. There's an office in Shreveport on 2801 Valley View Drive and one in Tyler, Texas, 12492 Highway 155 North. Hey, if you're looking for something different and something new and somebody who will service you, it's Dino Hardwoods. I'm telling you, don't forget Dino Hardwoods. DinoHardwoods.com. DinoHardwoods.com. Great locations. They can service you. They can deliver. DinoHardwoods.com. Check out this great Louisiana company. Oh, man, I love me some Superior Grill. Superior Grill, the best Mexican food in the state of Louisiana bar none, baby. They are the best, and you're going to love them, too. They got great drinks and food, and the atmosphere is second to none. They know what they're doing. They know how to serve. Hey, folks, you do know they cater. They do cater. Superior Grill, located in New Orleans, Shreveport, and Baton Rouge, Lafayette right around the corner. You're going to love Superior Grill. You're going to love the atmosphere. You're going to love the taste. They can handle anything you got. Folks, they got happy hours. They really serve the people. And you're going to love Superior Grill. I love it. You're going to love it. I cannot wait to go to Superior Grill. I've been going to Superior Grill now for 29 years. Let me tell you, I know all about Superior Grill. And I want good Mexican food. I'm going to Superior Grill. I want to see you there. We're going to have a blast. Hey, folks, it's Moon Graffon with us. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Moon Show. Welcome back. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. By the way, we're going to talk to the guys. Had the big uh, controversy of dealing with St. George and the city. Uh, I think the Supreme Court heard it yesterday, so I'm going to have a couple guys on coming at 10. I just want to visit and get their feel on what's happening. I know they've, they've been fighting for this. A lot of people don't want it. A lot, a lot of people want it. And I just think it's worth talking about again. So we're going to have them on. Jeff Sato, Professor Sato, will join us dealing with the special session. He's written several pieces on a special session. He comes on at 930, and uh, he's a political professor out of uh, Shreveport. Uh, what is it? Shreveport, LSU, Shreveport, LSUS, whatever. 
So we'll visit with him a little bit coming out at 1030. All right, let's uh, – Paul Hurd joins me. Paul, how you doing? Man, I'm doing great this morning, Moon. It, uh, it looks like we've got some work to do. Well, let me ask you let's, – let's talk a little bit about it. And now Paul is visiting with us dealing with the congressional map. And look, I don't, I don't blame Graves for being mad. I agree with Graves in the fact we have a district that has never gone to court, the one we're using now, which is the right district that was approved – and then all of a sudden, uh, a judge jumps up and said, oh, you're not doing it that way. And so my question to you is, take the district as it is, as it's written, that was just passed. Okay, are we going to have lawsuits to stop it? And then what do you think the ruling will be on the courts with this? Because Republicans have drawn it, drawn this district. And that's what bothers me. The Republicans have drawn a district that is so bad. I mean, it's horrible. But anyway, give your thoughts on it. Well, one, do we, you know, do we think there'll be lawsuits? Interestingly, this district looks so similar to what has already been thrown out. That may not be the question. The real question is this. It takes a voter. It takes voters who are racially gerrymandered in or out in Lafayette or Rapids or in Caddo uh, or in East Baton Rouge it takes a voter and vote more than one voter to go to court and say, Your Honor, I don't like racial gerrymandering. It hurts my, my right to vote in my community. And the first thing before lawyers, before judges, before experts is we need, you need five, two, three, five brave people that'll simply say, Honestly, Your Honor, this is not the way to build democracy. This is not a way to build a congressional district based on race. And that's where we start. That is the biggest question. There's, uh, there's lawyers out there. I'm one of them. There's uh, experts out there that agree that this is a racial gerrymander. But it's got to hurt a voter. And, 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 and it just takes someone to say, I, I, I love everybody, but this hurts black voters and white voters in Baton Rouge. This hurts black voters and white voters in Lafayette. We're Lafayette. We're Rapides. We're not some group con- connected by a highway in, Bat- in, in to Baton Rouge. And th- th- so I do believe we, those people will raise their hand and people go do the service for their country. This is one of those where we need to find people who want to challenge this. And if they do, we'll give a court the opportunity to say yes or no on whether uh, this is a proper racial division of voting power. Let me ask you a question. Uh, Talk to Liz Morrow. She's attorney general. We had talked about this before she was attorney general. And uh, we have a map right now. The, the, the congressmen are all sitting in it right now. It's never got a trial. It's never got one trial. So Judge Dick, I want to say it was Judge Dick, and if I'm wrong, I hope somebody can correct me. They said, pass the map, and then we'll go back and look at the map we're in now, which makes no sense. Why do you didn't look at it before you had to pass the map? Why you didn't tell us, hey, this is why the map's not acceptable? So we never did that, Paul. We never even had a case on our map. The Supreme Court had a chance to look at it, and after the Alabama case, they said, hey, we're going to look at it. I mean, it's almost like it's all set against you. Well, it was, it was, a, a, 
it was a timing issue because we have an election coming up. We've still got time. And what the, what the people need to understand and the legislature needs to understand, they never lose the power to draw a map after a court does. They never lose that power. They didn't have to say, oh, we're going to do it now uh, because you tell me to. No, the legislature always has constitutional power. What we, were, what we needed was a trial on, fe- on February 4 that would have been before the district judge that would have said why the districting plan we have is improper and why some other plan would be the proper remedy, and then those findings and legal conclusions could have been appealed to the Fifth Circuit in time for review. And that's where we are. But they didn't even look at the case. Boom. The water's under the bridge, baby. And, and there's nothing we can do. All we can do is, is fix it now. Okay, and, but and hold on now. It. You said nothing we can do. Then you said we can do something. So no, no, you what can't do be, anything. What should we you be doing? That's my question. Well, what I, what I would, well, at this point, the legislature has spoken. The legis, what do we do when the legislature violates the U.S. Constitution's 14th Amendment? You sue them in federal court, and you have the judge throw it out because it's, it's a racial gerrymander, which is short-term for the construction of that district has no significant common interest except race of those people intentionally gathered into it. There's no, uh, that's why a majority-minority district out of Orleans is constitutional, because they also are in Orleans. They also have commonalities of interest in the economics across the board, on the regionality across the board. This district divides and conquers Louisiana's history and its people. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's not good. No, yeah. no. It's, and, and the question is, uh, you know, um, is, are there, can we find two honorable people in three communities that want to stand up and say, I want to ask a federal judge if I have to put up with this racial gerrymander? By the way, so you're telling me, because I had heard there are people going to step up. And, you know, the lawsuit hadn't happened yet, but it's still got time. But they were going to step up, and uh, and the suit's coming. Maybe more than one suit. Because you got oh, people like Cleo Fields and them jumping up and down. I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. Everybody's starting to get ready for the new district. and uh, But no lawsuit yet. Well, it's only been signed two days or three days. And, you, and so the, the answer is we're on a tight schedule, but we're not on an unforgiving schedule. So we're in a position where if voters in Louisiana want to test this district, which I believe would – remember this, the act that passed this district also replaced the earlier one. Yep. If we void this act – Okay. It voids the act, and that act is the act that voided the previous districts, and we may be back to those original districts. We get, we get a reset. 
Paul, I got to go. So, I got to go just because of time. I appreciate it. I got you. We'll Look, do, I we'll appreciate do it again. the uh, invite. Let's, right. find some, uh, let's sign, find some honorable men. All right. Thanks. Got to run. We'll be back. Line One is a business telecom provider. Line One specializes in cloud-based communication with superior customer service. If you're frustrated with phone bills you can't understand, endless hold time to customer support, and phone system that is not meeting your needs, then you need to go to Line.One and schedule a free consultation to advance your business phone system. Line One, technology with a human touch. Go to Line.One and tell them Moon sent you. Again, that is Line.One show that's not immune to facts, the Dan Bongino Show, and here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Hi, I'm Dale Brown, best-selling techno-thriller author. I'm also a mission pilot and squadron commander in the Civil Air Patrol. The members of the Civil Air Patrol are volunteer professionals who serve their communities and their nation every day with emergency services, aerospace education, and cadet programs. We train hard, we fly hard, and we get the job done for America. Join the Civil Air Patrol. Visit www.gocivilairpatrol.com and let's go flying. Join parents and experts at understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues designed to help you help your child thrive in school and in life. Understood.org, because understanding is everything. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. News Talk. 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Knockout. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Former President Trump won the New Hampshire primary, but Nikki Haley is still running. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. Telling supporters she's on the rise. With Donald Trump... You have one bout of chaos after another. This court case, that controversy, this tweet, that senior moment. And she again called for a mental competency test, again challenging the former president to a debate, and he didn't like it. Who the hell was the imposter that went up on the stage before and, like, claimed a victory? She did very poorly, actually. Tim Scott, it went from Trump challenger in this race to Trump supporter, tells Fox it's time for Haley to drop out. Every single day we're not talking about Joe Biden is a day wasted as Republicans. South Carolina is the next contested state a month from today. And Haley is wasting no time in her home state. She has argued that she has the best chance to beat President Biden in a general election and has a rally this evening in North Charleston. Her campaign is sinking millions into a new ad buy in South Carolina and has already released two new ads, one calling a possible Trump-Biden race, quote, the rematch no one wants. Fox's Tony J. Powers, South Carolina's Democratic primary is earlier than the GOP, February 3rd. The party's first contest. President Biden won in New Hampshire as a write-in, but that contest didn't count to the party. Immigration was the top issue in New Hampshire, according to a Fox News voter analysis. And days after the Supreme Court ruled Texas must allow U.S. border agents to cut razor wire the state put up at a park in Eagle Pass, Texas, to block 
migrants. Fox's Dana Marie Nickel reports. As of right now, no wire has been cut. That's because the Texas National Guard still has control of Shelby Park and Border Patrol is not allowed into the park to cut that wire. America's listening to Fox News. Gold just hit a new all-time high, and it could go much higher as people realize just how delicate our economy is. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and I've spoken to many Americans who are deeply concerned about losing everything and not being able to do anything about it. This is why I'm thankful for physical gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Because unlike digital and paper assets, gold is a true haven that all Americans should consider for their financial security. To find out more, text the word PROTECT to 989898. Birch Gold Group will send you a free info kit on gold IRAs. This is your chance to secure your IRA or 401k against the unpredictable nature of our economy. To find out more, text PROTECT to the number 989898. Now, to request your free info kit on gold, our court-appointed special advocates or CASA are specially trained volunteers that help secure safe homes for abused and neglected children. Don't let these innocent victims slip through the cracks of our complicated legal system. Get involved today. Call CASA at 268-5111. This nonprofit organization moment brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL. Your drive time is live and local. Hey, folks, it's me, Joe Cunningham, and my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, airs every day from 5 to 6 p.m. right here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. You can get it all. News and commentary you can't get from anywhere else on the local, state, and national level, plus your calls and your comments through our KPEL app chat. It's a fun, fun drive home here on The Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Microphone show, great to have you with us on a beautiful hump day. Well, it's really not a beautiful hump day. It's kind of ugly, <laughs> nasty, and wet. I'll be like that for a few days anyway. All right, hopefully we won't get hit with the rain that they said. Maybe we'll be a little bit less. I hope so anyway. All righty, let's jump gears. Y'all heard me talk about the beautiful city-to-be of St. George that hadn't become the city-to-be because it's filed you know, because of courts, and it's been about four, four and a half years now since they actually made the vote to become a city, which they ought to have, they have the, every right to become. But the courts keep, and the lawsuits and everything keep getting in the way. Yesterday, Supreme Court held it. We invited back Mr. Chris Riles and, of course, Andrew Murrell, who's an attorney, both joined us. Oh, we lost, we lost one. All right, Andrew, are you with me? Yes, sir. All right, well, I wanted to start with you anyway. I don't know why we lost Chris, but we're going to try to get him back. Uh Talk a little bit about the suit. What was said yesterday? Was this a just a? Did you get twenty minutes, thirty? Maybe well, tell us what happened yesterday. So generally, for the Supreme Court, the total allotted time was sixty minutes. 
of which the opposition got 30 minutes. And then we have two appeals based on uh, incorporating St. George, one from the incorporators, which is Mr. Riles and Norman Browning. And the second was an appeal filed by the actual citizens in St. George. Over 230 citizens signed on to the lawsuit to file their own appeal because their rights had been violated. So our two groups carved up 30 minutes of our own. So we had 30 minutes to make two arguments. They had 30 minutes to make one. Wow. So in your opinion, in your opinion, how did it go? Well, I thought it went very well. I mean, when your opposition's argument is we're trying to save the citizens of St. George from themselves because they don't know what they're doing, uh, that's a poor argument to make in my mind because you're talking about a process, and I know we discussed this last time, that's over 13 years in the making. The second petition drive alone is on year five, and you're trying to argue that the citizens of St. George were so uninformed when they signed the petition, over 17,000 people signed the petition, when they went through the campaign process, which lasted almost a year, when they went and voted at the ballot box and voted overwhelmingly, 54% of the electorate voted in favor of incorporating St. George. And their argument is that the St. George citizens don't know what they're doing, were misinformed, and need to be saved from themselves. I feel like we were in a good position. No, I agree with you. By the way, uh, I can make that argument. If you can make that argument at the Supreme Court, I can make that argument almost every election that I get beat, that the people well, weren't informed. I mean, you can make that argument a lot. That's right. One of our arguments, to our counter to that was, well, you, you know, and I think one of the justices brought this up. If you really felt like this and you felt like the citizens of St. George weren't properly informed, shouldn't you have appealed or filed your, your, your contest contest before the election? I mean, I said there was a year between the petition approval, which was approved by the Secretary of State, the Registrar of Voters, the governor, who's no friend of ours, even said we fully complied with all the requirements, and the opposition didn't even bother to contest it until 30 days after the election results. Uh, at that point, my argument is that's too little too late. We did everything the law told us we had to do. We fulfilled the requirements. Like I said, the governor said we did. Yep. And if anybody was going to say we didn't, he would have said we didn't. Uh, and then we went to the ballot box, an election that had a 60% voter turnout, and we overwhelmingly approved St. George. Uh, you know, to me, it's it's pretty scary that the opposition uh, is government officials who are trying to overturn lawful elections. And truthfully, that scares the hell out of me. Yeah, you know, if that's, too, if that's, that's how we're going to move forward. That's, a, that's, that's not a, democracy. No, that's a system in uh, in Louisiana that's around state level. And I'm watching the whole thing happen. Let me bring uh, Chris Riles in here. Chris, you got a front yes. row view of this. So uh, what's your take now? Yes. Well, so let me just first talk about the attendees. We had our, our representatives, Senator Rick Edmonds, newly elected representative Emily Chenever, our council member Dwight Hudson, were there at the hearing and were fully supportive of this process all along. Two of our primary benefactors, Eddie Rispone and Dan Hurd, participated. And the balance of the 70-seat capacity in the Supreme Court was filled, not an empty seat available in the courtroom. We had an outstanding turnout for the justices to see that we wanted to have our city incorporated. And to Drew's point, let me just reemphasize what he just articulated. It was very insightful from the justice who says, don't you find it patronizing to ask the court 
to overturn the incorporation that was approved by 54% of the electorate. Further to Drew's point, Mr. Furr said, not only are they gonna say this from ourselves that we can't provide the services that were performed in the petition, to put a few more numbers behind that, that somehow the corporators were so smart that we duped, and that was their word, duped, 86,000 residents, 52,000 voters, 17,000 petition signers that included business owners that are some of the most successful businesses, not only in the parish, but in the state of Louisiana. Lawyers, doctors, nurses, engineers, teachers, and even state senators that passed the transition district that was signed by the governor, John Bell Edwards. But somehow, only Councilman Lamont Cole who doesn't live in St. George Boundaries has the foresight and the compassion to save St. George from itself. Further, somehow the incorporators were able to dupe 800 families to contribute over $1 million in legal fees. And as Drew has numerous times pointed out, that not a single resident or landowner challenged the incorporation. So when Mr. Farr implied that we could not provide the services that were delivered. What he was really saying was that the city is actually, actually subsidizing St. George. And then the very next breath claimed that the St. George Incorporation would have a devastating impact on the city. They would have to reduce police by 30%. All the parish services have been reduced. It was fascinating to watch them spin and pivot on a, on a dime of that we were going to both bankrupt the parish, but didn't have enough money to provide our own service. You know, it's kind of ironic. Would... You know, it's kind of ironic, too, guys. They, they sitting there and saying people weren't informed. Well, the same uninformed people elect the judges y'all in front of. The same uninformed right. people that's elect right. the governor, the president, and everybody. You can take that anyway. I mean, that's a you can tell when you're losing. You make up stuff where the people weren't informed. Well, I mean, if we did that well, in an I mean, election, Joe Biden couldn't be president because there's no way informed voters voted for Joe Biden. And see what I'm saying? I can, yeah. I can, I can run this all day, guys. Well, and, and one of the judges correctly pointed out, so why is the body of judges in New Orleans who don't live in St. George, why are they better qualified to tell a St. George citizen how to live their life? You know, the fundamental of self-determination is the citizens of St. George wanted it, they voted for it, and the opposition is so far gone at this point that, one, there is no opposition. They don't show up for anything. Two, they never joined or became a member of this lawsuit that's been going on for four years. You can't point me to one St. George citizen that's opposed to us in a lawsuit. It's just part of the hypocrisy. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a quick question? 54 46 was the vote. I'm taking it. How many people voted against y'all that weren't informed that just went with somebody what they told them, man, we don't want to do this. And and, and they didn't really get into it, which is most elections. You might go around now and take a poll and find out 82% of the people are for it. I mean, y'all probably got yeah. a lot more people for it now. I bet y'all ran into people that said, you know what, I voted against that. I didn't realize this what this was. I would have voted for it. Bet y'all have. We have. Well, we have. And what's true about that is, is as this process has gone on, and it's kind of the same way from the first petition drive to the second petition drive. We advocated a certain position that our city was going to be different, going to be run different. We were going to do different things. We told you how the city parish government in East Baton Rouge was going to continue to fail you and, and function poorly. And what happened is even those that were opposed to the petition drive the first time, as time went on, 
and Sharon Broom continued her reign of terror as the murder rate escalated, as the education system deteriorated, they proved our point for us. So when the second petition drive came around, it wasn't a hard sell. They'd already seen this. They'd already seen where it was going, and they wanted something different. So to your point, Moon, no, I completely agree. If you told me 75% of the citizens of St. George are in favor of St. George moving forward and incorporating, you're probably right, and that's probably a low number. By the way, y'all are, right. y'all are dealing with – I've been watching this for 30 years. Some of you, you – one of you, I mean, y'all my age or older, maybe a little younger, but the fact is I've been watching this system that we have in the state, and it hurts people. You guys should have been beyond this. Has anything gotten better? The reasons that y'all want to form your own city, has any of those reasons gotten a lot better since y'all wanted to, since this was voted on? It's been gotten worse. Well, no, it, 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 yeah, the, the area uh, gotten better economically and from a crime perspective. Has it gotten, <laughs> has it gotten better since y'all were denied the vote that y'all passed? Nothing. Well, I believe nothing. we're on the nothing. fifth or sixth year of highest murder rates that our parish has had in its history. So I would say no. Our education system's still at the bottom of the state, which is a state that's in the bottom of the country. Uh, You have more people leaving to go to other parishes, and our parish is declining in population. Uh, I I think people are leaving because they don't see an opportunity or a way forward. Uh, And truthfully, if St. George does fail, you're going to see an expedited flight to better places because people want better lives, safety, education, and opportunity. And this parish currently doesn't give to them. Hold your thoughts. Let me just take a quick break, come back, and we'll wrap up. And and, I've got a couple more questions, but I know y'all got a couple more things to say as well. I hope and pray this goes well. Andrew Murrow, who's an attorney, Chris Riles, who's one of the ones involved in the St. George, the city of St. George, which should be the city of St. George by now. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Line One is a business telecom provider. Line One specializes in cloud-based communication with superior customer service. If you're frustrated with phone bills you can't understand, endless hold time to customer support, and phone system that is not meeting your needs, then you need to go to Line.One and schedule a free consultation to advance your business phone system. Line One, technology with a human touch. Go to Line.One and tell them Moon sent you. Again, that is line.one. Oh, Shucks, you've been hearing me brag about Shucks. been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, they're oysters, they're fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you. Or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks, oh, they're good. Folks, I want to tell you about one of my new advertisers, Adapt Concepts AC Service Repairs. Oh, serving all of Acadiana, surrounding areas, and the Gulf of Mexico for over six years. Full-service AC and heating company. Repairs, installation, and preventive maintenance, which is very, very important. Insulation service, professional quality services, focus on creating value for you. Terms of certified technician, 24-7 customer service, and free consultation. I'm talking Adapt Concepts, AC service repairs. You want the professionals? You want the best? This is them. Purchase a qualified high-efficient system. 
for maintenance, plus get a free 12-year parts and labor warranty. Wow, don't you want to know about that? Call them at 337-408-8202. That's 337-408-8202. Or go to the website, adapt-ac.com. That's adapt-ac.com. If you're a loved one. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. It's honored to have uh, Andrew uh, Morrow and Chris Riles, both my special guests, dealing with the St. George McCullough the Mess. You guys, uh, you make your arguments. Uh, your arguments are great. Uh, y'all went through the process. Y'all shouldn't be going through this. But I got to ask y'all: you go to the Supreme Court. You don't. Do you have a gut feeling? Either one of y'all. Have, what you think they sound like? This 30 minutes is really a blur, and you just do your thing and you hope for the best. Let me jump I think in you look here. At- what, all right. Go ahead. Okay. Let, let me, let me okay, this one. One of the questions that was asked by the justices, particularly the argument around uh, the incorporation would be harmful to the city parish. And he says, didn't Central incorporate in 2005 and did it harm the city parish, which gives you an insight. They're asking the right questions. But Mr. Furr's response was, nobody even cared about the city of Central. It's a small community. And in fact, during the 19th JDC trial, they referred it to as a small little hamlet in Northeast Baton Rouge Parish. And what I would say is that I agree with Mr. Furr that the city parish did not care about the city of Central. That's why they incorporated in 2005, by the way, over the opposition of the area chamber. And since their incorporation, they now have a $60 million budget surplus on a $9 million operating budget with zero debt. So they're asking the right questions. But further disparaging Central, just to let you know, it's the 11th largest municipality of over 300 municipalities in Louisiana. And Central population has increased by 11% since 2010. And Zachary's has increased by 33%, while the flight from Baton Rouge is a one-way-out ticket, having already lost 8,000 residents. So I think the justices are asking the right question, because what we tried to portray to them is the St. George residents felt the same way as Central. Nobody cared about us. And we fully know that 80% of the $50 million in taxes that are collected are redistributed throughout the parish, such as the Baton Rouge City Police and the Fire Department. What? So I felt the justices were asking all okay. the right questions and felt good about their understanding of our case. But, you know, $50, $50 million, I think one of y'all, maybe in you, Chris, told me, what was that? Out of a billion, billion. Billion, billion dollar budget, $50 yeah. million. So let me ask you a question. The politicals that want y'all stopped, and I'm sure they're on Republican, Democrat side and everything else. What is their reason for not letting y'all go? Well, well, what does well, it hurt? It don't hurt the money. It don't hurt the money. So what's the problem? It's the Baton Rouge aristocracy. They want to maintain the status quo. It yeah. worked for daddy. It works for them. It works for their kids. Like they want to keep the money flowing. 
They want to keep the money flowing the way it's been flowing. They get these consulting contracts, 300000 here, 300000 there. We never see the results. We never see anything out of it. You know, they want to maintain the status quo, and they've built this system, and they've bought these politicians. And if you think Sharon Broom makes a decision on her own, then you don't know how it works and how the sausage is made. And she is paid for, and she does what she is told. And Lamont Cole's doing what he is told, and, and they want to maintain this system. And if we come along and we're successful, and mind you, every city that's used our business model ha- in America has been successful so far. If we're right and we do it the way we're talking about doing it the right way, then all of a sudden Baton Rouge may have to redo the way they're doing things. They may have to change their mechanisms and their methods, and all of a sudden – that maybe that, that check stops. Maybe they're not able to buy every politician they want. Maybe they're not able to develop every bit of the floodplain like they're currently doing. Yeah, that's, that's why they hate us. Yeah, the Louisiana way, yeah. people don't understand the bureaucracy, the Louisiana way, and I was told this before I ever got in the radio business, that Moon, what you're going to run into when you break, a, break through a cord, there's another one there. Break through a cord, there's another one there. They want it exactly like it is. Last, dead last, and damn proud of it. And I'm not talking about Baton Rouge. I'm talking about most of the state. We don't get away from doing what we've always done. So how can we expect different results? And to just let me just amplify a little bit, you know, Drew's point with regard to development. The city parish is not funding the lawsuit against us. It's the developers and many members of the area chamber that are funding on behalf of the mayor and a Metro council member against two private citizens. So, in that regard, John Inquist, who is a developer in East Baton Rouge Parish, funded a large portion of this lawsuit. And the reality is, as soon as the city of St. George comes forward, we will have our own planning and zoning commission. Right now, there is a parish zoning commission of which six members live in the city limits of Baton Rouge. So the unincorporated areas have zero input to the development that's in our area. That will come to a screeching halt. And make no mistake, those business entities are 100% against the city of St. Yeah, by the way, I only got about 30, 40 seconds. So, uh, Andre, finish up, and I'm going to let you all go. But thank you all for informing us on what's going on. Andrew? Yeah, you know, I want to say if you live in the state, this matters to you. This is a government official trying to overturn a lawful election. If it happens to us, it will happen to you. Yeah, no doubt about it. I just, this is so clean, cut, and dry to me. Y'all are, y'all, are forced, y'all are forced to fight a good old boy network that is so prevalent down in that area and other areas of the state. They don't want to change, and that's, they don't mind our kids leaving. They don't mind people moving out. I do and you do, and most people do, but not the power players. They want their candy. Hey, guys, thank y'all both, Andrew Murrow and Chris Riles. I wish y'all the best. What, about six weeks for the trial maybe before you get the results? Six weeks, three months, somewhere in there. The Supreme Court does what it wants to do. Yeah, any 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 delay they can, I'm sure they will. God bless. Thank y'all. Well, we, thank, thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right. God bless. All right. 844-766-6607. Dr. Professor Jeff Saddle next about the special session. Folks, you hear me brag about a new advertisement. South Star Urgent Care is the name you need to know. Listen, you, you look up, you're in the middle of the night, you're looking, God, where do we go? South Star Urgent Care. They open on weekends, they open at night, they can get you taken care of. If, you got, if you're sick, if you're feeling bad, 
Maybe you coughing, dehydrated, fever, flu, fractures, South Star Urgent Care wants to service you, and they're going to treat you like you want to be treated. They're going to get you in, get you out. You're not going to sit in a dark waiting room for a bunch of times. South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. You know you can register before you go and set your appointment. Hey, it's really cool. These folks at South, South Star greet you with a genuine smile and make you feel very comfortable. Folks, you're looking for the perfect urgent care? It's South Star Urgent Care. Go to SouthStarMoon.com, SouthStarMoon.com. South Star Urgent Care. It's the urgent care you need. Go to SouthStarMoon.com, SouthStarMoon.com. Oh, man, I love me some Superior Grill. Superior Grill, the best Mexican food in the state of Louisiana or none, baby. They are the best, and you're going to love them, too. They got great drinks and food, and the atmosphere is second to none. They know what they're doing. They know how to serve. Hey, folks, you do know they cater. They do cater. Superior Grill, located in New Orleans, Shreveport, and Baton Rouge, Lafayette, right around the corner. You're going to love Superior Grill. You're going to love the atmosphere. You're going to love the taste. They can handle anything you got. Folks, they got happy hours. They really serve the people. And you're going to love Superior Grill. I love it. You're going to love it. I cannot wait to go to Superior Grill. I've been going to Superior Grill now for 29 years. Let me tell you, I know all about Superior Grill. And I want good Mexican food. I'm going to Superior Grill. I want to see you there. We're going to have a blast. Hi, this is Keith. I heard the call to serve. So I answered. I earned a title and discovered my purpose. I found belonging. An unbreakable bond with my fellow Marines. We fought to overcome adversity together in defense of our nation and its people. I've lived a full life, rich with meaning. And even though I no longer wear the uniform, I am still a Marine. My service has come full circle. I will always look after those around me. I will always uplift and support my country and my community. Because that is the promise I made. That is what it means to be a Marine. Semper Fidelis. Always faithful. Always Marine. One in three adults has prediabetes. That means it could be you, your best man, your worst man. (gasps) Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org to know where you stand. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its Pre-Diabetes Awareness Partners. This hour brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Hello, welcome back. Easy listening sounds of the Moongraphon Show. Thank you all for being part of the program. Always cool to be with you on this beautiful rainy day. All right, uh, we're joined. It's an honor to have Dr. Uh, Jeffrey Sato, Professor Sato, and, of course, uh, political, political scientist. I call him political scientist guy because he, he knows how to break stuff down. Jeff, how you been, man? It's been a while. I'm pretty good. Uh, how about yourself? Man, just day at a time, my brother, day at a time, just trying to move along. Mm-hmm. Jeff, uh, Jeff does a lot of writings, a lot of posts, and uh, the, a lot of his stuff is on the Hayride. And, Jeff, I noticed you, you made about three posts on a special session. Uh, instead, of, instead of me just throwing it out there to you, let's, let's go this way. 
I want to I want to know your take on the uh, the first thing is the close primaries, which I don't really care where where you add on the particular deal as much as what you thought about because I thought with Jeff coming in, he threw that in there with a special session dealing with the redistricting. But I thought this was an easy win. Two-thirds in the House, two-thirds in the Senate Republicans. And we find out real quick he was clipped by the Senate president who he he uh, helped to put there. So your take on this because Henry really put a dagger in him to start. And by the way, the reason I know it's a dagger is because all the media is excited. All the good old boy network is excited. <laughs> all the leftists are so excited that Jeff didn't get exactly what he wanted in the redistrict. I mean, the uh, closed primary. So just your thoughts on that first. Yeah, well, you know, that was the most important and consequential thing that could have come out of the, the session. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you know, you're right. You would think that with those kinds of majorities that that would have been possible to have a, a comprehensive, undiluted set of closed primaries coming out. And instead, we we've, we've basically just have marginal change here. You know, federal offices have now been all, all added, so uh, along with presidential preference primaries, as well as the uh, three state uh, plenary uh, offices uh, or sets of offices. So the elected, in other words, uh, elected boards of a, of a kind in, in the executive branch and then with the state Supreme Court. Uh, but, um, you know, again, that's not a very wide range of offices, and it uh, it certainly doesn't address the more fundamental problems that would have been uh, at least helped by having a closed primary system. So that, that uh, meaning for elections for the, the, uh, the legislature as well as for the statewide officers. And, uh, you know, perhaps even more significant, though, in that is the just the unfettered uh, access that unaffiliated voters will have in each party's primary for those contests, those few that were now are now included in uh, in elections. So as a result of that, things aren't going to change that much. I mean, it, not, certainly not in terms of partisan balance, uh, but even in the uh, in the people winning those offices. I mean, really, the only difference I can see, you know, again, looking out some years because it doesn't even take effect until 2026 mm-hmm. uh, is, you know, may may cause Bill Cassidy a few problems. But other than that, you know, it's really not going to change, change much at all. Well, you, it's not going to, yeah, go on. No, I just said, though, go Jeff, the, the goal was the statewide races in the Senate and the House. Those were truly yeah. important to find out who is really the conservatives and who's just Republicans. This would have, We found out with the way they voted, but we really didn't see a full vote because when it gets to the Senate, when it got to the Senate uh, committee headed by Cleo Fields, uh, that's where they basically killed that bill in the Senate where they kill all bills. And then Cameron Henry, who's supposed to be the president, ought to be going, hey, let's try to get the governor's agenda up and running. He, he made a deal with Psycho Bill Cassidy. And they shut it down. They, I mean, they basically shut down. So I'm like you. That was so important to get that done. And they shut it down in the night. They don't want to run in a closed primary, Jeff. They don't want people, and I think I'm right about it, they don't want people that know their voting record to shut their political careers down. Am I wrong? Am I way off here? Yeah, well, well no, certainly, you know, these, the people that are there got there through this system. And so they didn't want to 
I mean, I, I think they were open to changing it, uh, most of them, or at least the majority of them. Uh, uh, but, you know, the thing is, uh, in, in terms of the session and the larger picture, all the uh, uh, reapportionment and attempted reapportionment that was going on, I think you got to a point where uh, the thinking was, well, you know, we, we've had to concede this much to do other things. Uh, why am I, why, you know, this this system has at least worked for me. Uh, and so why should I go out on a limb here and uh, uh, and go ahead and make these wholesale changes uh, when, you know, there are other things going on maybe that, uh, that I'm not that thrilled with, such as surrendering a congressional seat uh, in essence. Uh, and then this, you know, Kind of forced and unnecessary uh, attempt to uh, to reapportion Supreme Court districts. So uh, uh, the governor lost political capital by doing that, those kinds of things, and and it, it it proved insufficient to be able to move enough of these these senators uh, and the Senate leadership to to get them to change a system that got them there. Well, there's no doubt in my mind that if Cameron Henry would have wanted this. He could have went to 16 appointed, I think it's 16, 15 to 16 appointed chairmanships and said, I'm putting you here, but you're coming with Jeff on this. I mean, there's no doubt that's the way it ought to work. They ought to come and say, hey, on this one, you're going to be with us because that's the first thing the governor wants to do. We're coming with this. Cameron shot it down. And with the help of some of the, some of the weak, 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 weak Republicans, but he shot it down in my book. Yeah, Um yeah, and and uh, you know, again, I think that there could have been a little stronger bargaining position. You know, so let's say there's some Republicans out there that that weren't thrilled with it, and there, there were enough that that denied a, a majority to get that to pass. Well, you know, maybe what, this could have been leveraged around the around reapportionment. So, for example, uh, governor could have come in and, and said, "All right, uh, here's here's our bill." HB 14, not SB 8, HB 14, that would have created the two opportunity districts rather than two um, black majority districts. And he said, all right, this is this is what we're going to go with. Go to the Democrats and say, this is what we're going with. Um, you know, if you don't like it, I'm open to negotiation, um, but you got to back me in closed primaries. So, uh, you know, I think there could, there could have been some better strategy involved that even if there were these wavering Republicans in either house, you could have picked off enough Democrats to to be able to to make up the difference. I mean, it turned out only one Democrat, you know, uh, one of your favorites, uh, was the only one that voted for uh, uh, voted for the closed primary. So I think that could have been better handled. Yeah. So and and I agree with you. I mean, it's just uh, you know, but in the House, as usual, the House passed it, Senate killed. I mean, that's just a, it's kind of the history. Of uh, of the Senate now in the state of Louisiana, it's just a history yeah, of mean, killing good legislation that you need to pass, and that's my frustration with it. Yeah, and and you know hopes were were higher because you had this wave, you know, four or five um, new uh, entrants into the Senate that were demonstrably more uh, conservative than than the people that are being were replaced. So. Uh, but uh, you know, again, you know, I think there was some other things going on behind the scenes that, uh, that you know, maybe uh, again, I'm, I'm not sure that there was outright opposition, but there was more lack of enthusiasm. You know, particularly in thinking that, well, I've got this way, this this one system, and 
you know, it, it, it's working for me. So I'm going to have to have a really good argument to, to get away from it. And I, I it just, the, the political power wasn't there to get them away from that argument. Yeah. I just, it's not one you want to lose though. Would you agree with me on that? Because yeah, remember, I mean, remember, yeah, remember you have Jeff, you have now big issues ahead of you. I thought it was the lowest hanging fruit myself. So now you got yeah. gigantic issues, crime. You got issues dealing with education, school choice, tort reform, uh, insurance. So we got all these big issues coming. Now, does it say anything about what's going to happen with them? Because you said he lost some some clout. If he did, what's going to happen with the big stuff? Because this was the lowest hanging fruit on all the big stuff to move. Yeah, well, you know, I think there's probably a more um, for many of those issues. There's going to be more of a of a natural commonality in interest. Because in, in in some senses, you can look at the at the manner of an election of, of one of these officials as, as existential to them, uh, you know, in or out of office. So a big deal to them. But uh, when you look at issues, you know, such as um, changes in uh, uh, treatment of juveniles uh, under criminal law. Uh, and uh, tax reform and things like that, uh, they're not existential issues to, to legislators. In fact, they have a, quite a community of interest with the governor on those. So I actually I probably think that's going to be all right. Um, but, you know, certainly for, for longer-term reform and, and getting the, the, the state on a particular track you know, off this uh, the last eight years or so, very demonstrably in the wrong direction, uh, having a, a closed primary system it would have been very helpful because what that does is it gives parties control over their nominations and it's more of a glue to hold uh, to hold the, uh, those party members who are elected uh, to hold them to the same agenda. Uh, if you uh, under the blanket primary system that we have, it's you know basically every man for himself. Uh, you know, party means little or nothing, and so there's much more reliance on. Uh, local interests, special interests, and things like that. And so you have a bunch of individuals that are not as tied together to an agenda and and trying yeah, to. Let me let me take uh, a break, Jeff. Hold your, hold your thoughts. Mm-hmm. We'll be right sure. back. Folks, I want to tell you about one of my new advertisers, Adapt Concepts AC Service Repairs. Oh, serving all of Acadiana, surrounding areas, and the Gulf of Mexico for over six years. Full-service AC and heating company. Repairs, installation, and preventive maintenance, which is very, very important. Installation service, professional quality services, focus on creating value for you. Terms of certified technician, 24-7 customer service, and free consultation. I'm talking Adapt Concepts. AC service repairs. You want the professionals? You want the best? This is them. Purchase a qualified high-efficient system for maintenance, plus get a free 12-year parts and labor warranty. Wow, don't you want to know about that? Call them at 337-408-8202. That's 337-408-8202. Or go to the website, adapt-ac.com. That's adapt-ac.com. Dot com. Folks, you hear me brag about a new advertisement. South Star Urgent Care is the name you need to know. Listen, 
You, you look up, you're in the middle of the night, you're looking, God, where do we go? South Storage and Care. They open on weekends, they open at night, they can get you taken care of. If, you got, if you're sick, if you're feeling bad, maybe you coughing, dehydrated, fever, flu, fractures, South Star Urgent Care wants to service you, and they're going to treat you like you want to be treated. They're going to get you in, get you out. You're not going to sit in a dark waiting room for a bunch of times. South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. You know you can register before you go and set your appointment. Hey, it's really cool. These folks at South, South Star greet you with a genuine smile and make you feel very comfortable. Folks, you're looking for the perfect urgent care? It's South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. South Star Urgent Care. It's the urgent care you need. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. LA 22. Hello, welcome back. Mugafon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number. If you'd like to be part of the program, it's your opportunity to be a voice. All righty. Dr. Sato is nice enough to join us this morning. Dr. Jeffrey Sato, you, I know you can check. Jeff, I know they see stuff at the uh, at the Hayride. Is it printed or put up somewhere else with people if they want to read more about what you do? Uh, yeah, it, uh, it, uh, it's also um, republished it in my blog. Um, that's uh, uh, the easiest way to, to get to that is www.between-lines.com. Uh, that will get you at least the latest post, and you can look back at the other ones uh, there. But typically that, that comes out a few hours before the hay ride, so if you want to I want to get a, an early peak, then uh, that's that's the direction to head. Well, I do want to get your take on this uh, on this district. Looked like Cleo got what he wanted, and the rest of the state didn't get what they wanted. And uh, <laughs> it's it's a, look. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not a Graves. I'm not a big Garrett Graves fan, but uh, I think the district we have now ought to be the district we stick with, and it's never been tried in court. And I think that's what we should have done. We should have really laid down, this is our district, we're sticking to it. We didn't now. So now what does the courts do? But just your opinion on the district. Yeah, well, you know, it. Uh, I think you're right. Those were very uh, defensible districts. You have a very hostile judge, but uh, at higher levels, the uh, Court of Appeals and, and Supreme Court have ever got that far, I, I think would have would eventually have upheld uh, these particular districts. Uh, you know, it's 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 interesting because you know there have been a couple of developments since the original uh, injunction was placed down um, over you know, almost uh, get on a uh, couple of years now. You know, a lot's happened. There, there are are things in jurisprudence that have strengthened the case for those districts. In particular, the concurrence that was registered by uh, Justice Kavanaugh. In uh, in Milligan versus Alabama, which is kind of where the case where all this is flowing from, so I, I think they had a pretty good case to defend it. Uh, and and even if they'd gone with with HB fourteen, which uh, was a, a bill introduced by uh, uh, Republican State Representative Mike Eccles, it basically created two opportunity districts. And by that I mean 
uh, districts that had a, a black plurality in the voting age population, not a majority, because what a lot of people uh, don't understand and what particularly those on the left don't want you to understand is that the courts have never ruled that there had to be two majority-minority districts in Louisiana or Alabama or a couple of other places because the, the controlling ruling actually comes from uh, a, a special panel of the circuit judge in, uh, and a couple of district judges in, in the northern district of Alabama. And the way it was worded, the ruling uh, was that there had to be uh, pretty this is pretty close to the actual wording um, two uh, majority minority districts or something quite close to that and an opportunity district where you had as, as Eccles plan had about 48 percent plurality of black voters you know that that would have fit uh, and so what would have happened is if you'd have adopted that plan then you know the, the plaintiffs have been left with a, a, a choice you know, do we, do we go with this? Uh, you know, it's it's close to what we wanted, or do we contest it? If they contested it, then that could have opened up a whole new round of litigation. It probably would have preserved for 2024 our existing district boundaries because there's this thing called the Purcell Doctrine that if you're too close to uh, an election that you can't uh, change district lines around because that's just too confusing on voters. So that probably would have kicked in and saved the, the districts we had for 2024 and then by 2026, it would have been sorted out in probably in favor of the state. Uh, and so, you know, from either this case or other cases, and as a matter of fact, the state is, is actually running uh, this defense in another case that a lot of people don't know about. Uh, there's a similar suit uh, against the legislative districts in Louisiana. Uh, and you know, I went to trial in November, and it's still winding its way through, but the state introduced that argument is a constitutional question in that and that could have been done uh in a defense of either the existing districts or the hb 14 uh arrangement uh and uh, again i think the state would have had a pretty good chance of winning so it, it, it's just odd to me that yeah, but let me, so let me stop you real quick i talked to liz morrow and she said mm -hmm. we've been trying to get the case of the district that we have now that the one garrett graves and everybody sits in and the courts go mm -hmm. okay draw a district then we're gonna listen to it I don't make any sense. That, that's no common sense. That don't seem like to be any lawyer sense, no constitutional sense. None of that makes sense. Yeah, you know, just the, the, the idea, you know, it's just kind of the peculiar way it's working. It's going through the courts right now. But in essence, it was set up to the point where, all right, you know, you have a shot to re redraw. If, if uh, the judge doesn't like it or the plaintiffs don't like it, then, uh, then it goes the judge is going to appoint a, a special master to try to draw up districts. But that could have, at that point, it could have been challenged, either the, the existing districts or whatever came out, um, which this is unlikely to be challenged. The plaintiffs seem to be happy about it, the, the one that came out now. Uh, but the problem there, of course, is that it is probably unconstitutional because it's so much like the District 4 from the, the Act 1 1992 uh, special session that was declared unconstitutional over the 30 years, about 30 years ago, uh, by um, the Fifth Circuit. It's about 90% that, and so it really doesn't stand a chance of uh, eventually of being used. You know, right now, even as we speak, there are lawyers out there looking for plaintiffs to file that case. Yeah. yeah. You know, within a month, real, real quick, it's probably going to happen. Real quick, because I only got about mm -hmm. a minute left, Jeff. 
mm-hmm. what's the most disappointing with you about this redistricting? You got to say these are the couple of things I just can't believe we did this. What are they? Just the yeah. district itself? Um, what? Yeah. Well, um, you know that the state didn't fight harder for you know for the districts that were there or try this the HB fourteen approach. Now, I understand you know, there's a, a kind of an odd calendar here, and there was a, a scenario where you could have imposed uh, the plaintiff's preferred one, which probably would have cut out Julia Letlow, uh, and, and that might have gone into effect in 2024. But uh, I, I think still it could have been worked out, particularly if you've gone this HB 14 route. So it's just that, you know, there's going to be more litigation, uh, but, you know, we're going to have to resign ourselves to the fact that we're going to have these two districts for now, uh, for 2024. Probably not after that. So you know, Cleo better enjoy his two years because that's all he's going to get. Do you think we? Do you think we're running a new districts this fall? Uh, yeah, I'm a, yeah, we're going to run with what was passed uh, right now. This this fairly unconstitutional gerrymandered uh, setup. Uh, by the way, I hope, you're wrong. Is, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> well, I hope you're wrong. I hope you are wrong. I am too, but I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, that's just the way it's going to work out, given the time in the electoral calendar. Okay. Jeff, Dr. Sato, thank you so much. We'll do it again. Yep, sure. No right. problem. God bless you. Thank you so much. All right, folks, take a break. The rest of you leaving us, God bless. You. Want to listen to more? Moongraphone.com. Listen live. For the absolute best in local Cajun food, check out Prejean's in their two locations in Karen Crow and Broussard today. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. A new ship attack in the Middle East. I'm Lisa Brady. Fox News. A U.S. official tells Fox News an American flagged ship was targeted by Iran-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen. One of two container ships being accompanied by a U.S. Navy destroyer, which intercepted the missiles. This follows more U.S. and U.K. defensive strikes on rebel targets this week. One bipartisan group of senators says President Biden should be seeking authorization for that. Senators Kane, Young, Lee and Murphy fired off a warning letter to the president yesterday. And it reads, the administration has stated that the strikes on Houthi targets to date have not and will not deter the Houthi attacks, suggesting that we are in the midst of an ongoing regional conflict that carries a risk of escalation. So unless there is a need to repel a sudden attack, the Constitution requires that the United States not engage in military action absent a favorable vote of Congress. Fox's Aisha Hosni on Capitol Hill. Russia accusing Ukraine of shooting down a military transport plane, also claiming that 65 Ukrainian POWs headed for a prisoner swap are among those dead. None of that independently verified. So far, Ukrainian officials have only said that a swap was supposed to happen today and that it's not happening. Reassurance on Capitol Hill from Boeing's chief executive. We fly safe planes. We don't Easy put cuts. airplanes in the air that we don't have 100% confidence in. CEO Dave Calhoun is meeting with lawmakers as the NTSB and FAA continue to investigate the recent mid-air door panel blowout on a 737 MAX 9, a model that remains grounded for now. A 
day after former President Trump won the New Hampshire primary, Nikki Haley facing increasing pressure to drop out. But New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu tells Fox News. Let's get behind Nikki Haley, who beats Joe Biden by double digits. That wins New Hampshire, which Trump can't do. That wins swing states, which Trump can't do. So let's start there, not supporting the weakest candidate. Haley rallies in South Carolina tonight. America's listening to Fox News. Gold just hit a new all-time high. And it could go much higher as people realize just how delicate our economy is. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and I've spoken to many Americans who are deeply concerned about losing everything and not being able to do anything about it. This is why I'm thankful for physical gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Because unlike digital and paper assets, gold is a true haven that all Americans should consider for their financial security. To find out more, text the word Protect to 989898. Birch Gold Group will send you a free info kit on gold IRAs. This is your chance to secure your IRA or 401k against the unpredictable nature of our economy. To find out more, text PROTECT to the number 989898 now to request your free info kit on gold IRAs. For President Biden's re-election campaign, it's full steam ahead toward what they expect to be a rematch with the former president. The primary results here confirm the MAGA takeover of the Republican Party, Biden-Harris Deputy Campaign Manager Quentin Folks says. And so this campaign is now laser focused on uh, presenting that direct choice to the American people because it's real. But there are questions about President Biden's ability to consolidate support with Democrats, especially among progressives demanding calls for a ceasefire in Gaza. Joe Biden is approaching the situation in the Middle East, not through the lens of politics, but as the commander in chief of this country. Campaign officials say the president will engage with Arab American communities, even if there's disagreement on policy. In Nashua, New Hampshire, Jared Halpern, Fox News. The president is scheduled to speak next hour at a United Auto Workers conference. The union has yet to make an endorsement in the presidential race. Months after the president joined members on a picket line during a strike last year. A plan to help the environment by cutting back on plastic backfires in New Jersey. Plastic consumption in the Garden State spiked by nearly three times following a strict ban on single-use plastic shopping bags that went into effect in 2022. New Jerseyans previously consumed 53 million pounds of plastic compared to 151 million pounds following the ban that Fredonia Custom Research reported this month. A big reason, reusable bags, they are much thicker than the typical single-use plastic bags and use roughly 15 times the amount of plastic, the study reported. Most people in the state reuse the bags two or three times before they're discarded. C.J. Papa, Fox News. Wall Street's rallying with the Dow getting back into record territory, right now up 128 and back over 38K. The S&P extending its record close of 33 points. I'm Lisa Brady. This is Fox News.